ever feel like the government continues to usurp more and more control over your daily life? What's the solution? Well, it probably isn't to create even more government. Better Dead Than Red begins now. Welcome back to Better Dead Than Red. I was trying to figure out exactly what topic I wanted to cover this week, and as usual, the Altoona Smear didn't let me down. Let me explain. The other day I get on there and there was an article about how uh, Judge Milliron decided to kind of do what he's known for and protect the uh, local pedophile. The guy's name is uh, Travis Michael McMasters. And some of you might remember this case. He was arrested back in, yeah, March 17th, 2017. He's arrested, taken into custody by the state attorney general's office. You know, the wonderful Josh Shapiro. That's so great. If you uh, don't follow me often, you know that's, or you don't, maybe you don't know, but that's, that's sarcasm. But he was taken into custody by the attorney's general attorney general's office after an eight-month investigation into the exchange of nude pictures by underage girls on Facebook. According to the charges, the investigation started in August when Facebook reported a 14-year-old girl had uploaded two photos of herself deemed to be child pornography and sent them to a user named Derek Culver. Now keep in mind, I'm a re- I am reading from the original article that was posted to the Altoona Smear back in 2017, if you're wondering where this is coming from. So the Culver profile had a June 15, 1999 birth date, and a second tip from Facebook indicated the company had connected that profile to McMaster's. That was according to the charges. Facebook provided investigators an excerpt of the conversation with the girl from June 2016, in which Culver, believed to be McMaster's, entices the minor female to produce and send him nude images of herself that constitute child pornography. So that's what he was charged with. And there's a a couple other things in here, but I'm going to go to the article from earlier this week It says a Blair County judge has declined to classify an Altoona man as a sexually violent predator based on a court hearing in September and information in related reports. Judge D.J. Milliron recently ruled that Travis Michael McMaster doesn't meet the state's definition of a sexually violent predator, which requires evidence of a mental abnormality or personality disorder making him likely to reoffend. So keep that in mind. McMaster, who pled guilty in October 2018 to unlawful contact with a minor based on his solicitation of nude photos from teenage girls, advised Milliron in September that he remains involved in a relapse prevention effort available to those who complete a treatment program for sexual offenders. The people who have actually treated him and interacted with him, did not diagnose or observe any mental abnormality that would make him likely to engage in sexually predatory behavior, Milliron wrote in his recent ruling. In fact, the testimony shows that the defendant appears or at low risk to reoffend. When McMaster pled guilty, 
Milliron handed down a sentence of one month to 23 and a half months incarceration, followed by five years probation. The plea put McMaster on the state's Megan's Law website and requires him to regularly register his address and other information with state police for a 25-year period. And another interesting part here is his plea also required him to be evaluated by the State Sexual Offenders Assessment Board, which recommended that he be declared a sexually violent predator. And obviously that decision's up to the judge. And judging by the judge that he got, we got the uh, exact result that I thought we would get. And that's that Milliron basically said, well, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's probably not a, a bad guy, so we'll just... We'll, we'll, we'll just uh, not not make him, you know, register as the, uh, the violent predator. Here's the thing. When they talk about the requirement, and I believe this is why the other board went with, yeah, he should be classified as this, because think about it. Okay, he is, he was 31 years old when he was arrested. So he is well above the legal age, right? Now, if he wants to go solicit nude photos or whatever he he can do that with another adult that's fine you know or ever since the early days of the internet if you want to find a naked woman online you know you can it's not hard to do that find a search and there's all kinds of porn out there we got only fans now i guess in his defense i don't think only fans was around back then but it was pretty obvious what he he was interested in doing because he makes this fake facebook profile to impersonate a young person, to solicit pictures from young people. So a normal person that wants to look at pictures of naked folks, which, you know, if you're an adult, that's perfectly normal to want to see other naked adults. What's not normal is to try and solicit naked pictures from children. I mean, that's, that's common sense. So the fact that, for whatever reason, he was attracted to apparently attracted the young children because why else would he be soliciting naked photos from them, right? Well, here's the other kicker. Because a lot of people are going to look at this and be like, oh, this is kind of weird. It's almost like, you know, even on top of Mill Iron's record of uh, being pro-pedophile, basically. Now, I'm sure there's some he's thrown under the bus for whatever reasons to, you know, try and say, oh, no, I'm not, not this or that. Well, here's the kicker for this one, okay? So if you're thinking that they're protecting this guy, you're absolutely right. He used to work for the DA Victim Witness Office, and I guess he also worked for Family Services at one point. So there were literally victims going in, and this was one of the people that they would talk to, you know, get their give their testimony to before they talk to the DA or whatever. Whatever all goes on at the Victim Witness Office. But you can imagine why somebody like this would want to be employed at a place like that because it wasn't one that he wanted to help people. He just wanted to hear their stories for his own gratification. And unfortunately, simply because he worked there, they've done everything in their power from day one to protect him. I mean, look at the jail sentence. Look at the jail sentence. It's a joke. You, you get way more time if, if it takes one person to accuse you of, you know, selling a bag of weed and you'll get way more time than this guy did for soliciting pictures of a minor. And I'm sure there will be people, and fairly so, they argue, well, he didn't actually do any, you know, he didn't actually touch the kids or whatever. 
all right, fine. But if he doesn't have that mental illness, whatever it is that causes people to be attracted to children, like he apparently is, then why is he having to solicit these nude photos from these kids? Does that not open the the door to the day when the photos aren't enough and he needs more? I mean, come on now. I think that's common sense. But for some reason, uh, Mr. Dan Milliron decided that, uh, well, you know, he's he's probably okay. And let's be honest, since he worked for the, the victim witness office and uh, family services, but especially the, the DA's office, well, you know, we'll, we'll just let him go and give him a slap on the wrist because that's the Blair County way. But there is a little bit of a light at the end of the tunnel here. From what I've been told, I guess uh, Mill Iron's thrown in the towel here pretty soon, hopefully in the spring, but he's supposed to be retiring. So, you know, we won't miss him. I'm sure he'll still be over there filling in for, you know, go through some paperwork and make like 600 bucks a day or whatever all the retired judges do. But uh, at least he's gone, you know in theory, here soon. I mean, at this point, that's really all you can do is wait for these, because a lot of these people that have been there forever, they're going to be there till they retire. But what you can do is when you vote new people in, don't pick the same kind of people. You know, whoever Milliron endorses, if he would do such a thing, probably not the best person to pick for the job. Just saying. I mean, you know, I think that's common sense, but... Unfortunately, you know, a lot of Blair County likes to likes to believe the people that are running the show are doing a great job, but for some reason their property taxes keep going up and the justice system sucks. But hey, let's keep voting the same people in again and see what happens. Also, if you remember in last week's episode when I was talking about what happened down at Central Court and, you know, it'd be nice to see some accountability, uh, it's pretty interesting that... It's pretty much been completely silent as far as that goes. Now, I know sometimes investigations take time, like, you know, before they've claimed that it took them four years to get information from a cell phone. So I guess we'll have to give them some time. But I don't know. I just think this is going to be one of those deals where, number one, like I said, everything that happened was horrific, but they're just going to not say a whole lot let some time pass, and if anybody else questions it or what happened, you know, oh, that's done and over with, don't worry about it. Unfortunately, I think that's how it's going to go. Whether or not we're going to see any actual changes, you know, in security procedures, like should have been done long before this was ever able to happen, I don't know. I don't know if they're even paying any attention to that or if they're just going to ignore it and be like, well, you know, the inmate's fault and charge him. Because if, if those charges go forward... And if, if I was that guy, I'd take it to trial. I mean, I don't know. He Honestly, the guy seems like a total piece of shit, but at the same time, he's not the one that pulled that trigger. And the person who is should be the one that's held responsible. Not to say he doesn't have his part in the blame. You know, I'm not saying that at all. But at the same time, everybody involved should be held accountable. That's all we ever hear, you know, about the drug cases. And really, any anybody that doesn't have a connection... If you do anything, they throw the book at you and say, oh, it's about accountability, whatever. Well, where's the accountability for the guy who pulled the trigger? Where's the actual accountability for Travis McMasters? You know, is uh, 
is Mill Iron going to be held liable for anything if this guy does the same thing again or does something else? Because, I mean, the fact that he already got caught once, well, he's probably going to be smart enough or smarter this time about it, and maybe it'll be a lot harder to catch him. Maybe he will actually physically harm a child this time. Who knows? You know, the possibilities are endless, but they're uh, made possible by uh, the folks at the Blair County Courthouse. So, like I said, when you guys are voting, this is what you got to keep in mind. And the stuff with that I said about, you know, doing write-ins and whatever, you got to take this stuff seriously. Because when you don't, this is what you get. This is the leadership, so-called leadership, that we have right now in some of these local, I mean, I, unfortunately, and I don't necessarily agree with this, but most, I think all of the uh, police department chiefs, I don't believe that any of them are elected in any sense. Now you have, usually somebody has to appoint them, whether it's a, a council or like an Altoona. I think that's pretty much up to the mayor. It's hard to tell. Ever since they went to that home rule charter deal, it's like it changed everything and none of it really for the better. It's almost to the point where the mayor is really, like from a legislative standpoint, just another council person which doesn't make any sense to me, especially when you have the full-time mayor now that's making like 80 grand a year. I mean, that's that's a pretty substantial sum to run around and take pictures on Facebook and, you know, maybe answer a couple emails. But that's what we have for the time. And, and this has always been the mentality around Blair County about, well, you know, this won't happen here. And, well, it did happen here. You know, we had a corrections officer get killed at court. The next week we got a pedophile barely getting a slap on the wrist. I mean, when's it, when's it going to stop? You know, and I'll have to look into this other story. I didn't get a chance to talk to my one source about it, but there's another story that's connected to um, John Stiver, who was the one who was convicted of murder of shooting the CI in a church parking lot for the, uh, orchestrated drug drug deal that went bad. So basically, whatever this other guy did, because Stiver's a main witness against him, he I don't even think he's been charged with anything yet. But I'll have to get more information on that. I was hoping to have it for this week, but that didn't work out. So there's always next week, hopefully. The way things are going these days, it's hard to tell, right? So even just nationally, everything's been been pretty crazy and it's just, it's, it's really hard to plan ahead is one thing I've noticed. I mean, I, like I said before, I'm real into the, the crypto stuff and it, it really bothers me that you have, you know, like they said, oh, there's a new, new strain of this and whatever. And it's like instantly, you know, crypto's down, the stock market tanks. It's like, really? Because there's a new variant of a virus, like what, we're going to shut the whole world down again? I mean, that went great the first time, didn't it? I mean, I guess it worked out for the government, but it's it's just unfortunate. And and that's the problem is we have all these issues locally. We have all these issues nationally. Really, the whole world is having some serious issues with authoritarian government right now. But I still tend to focus a little more on the local stuff because that's the stuff we have a little bit more control over as far as elections go. 
but you have to participate. You have to know who to vote for. That's hopefully going to do, because, you know, you can have somebody go in that says they're going to do this or that, and maybe they don't really have a, any kind of track record or anything to look at. He's got to take their word for it, and they might be lying to you just to get the job. Wouldn't be the first time uh, in any history of any politics that that's happened. Happens all the time, where you have people that are just there for too long, you know? Maybe they go in with the best of intentions and get a little taste of that power, and, you know, then they're all about them, and they're doing what they can do to stay in power, and they don't really care about you or the community or how it's going to affect anyone else. And that's a problem. Those are the kind of people that need to go. And that's why, you know, the career politicians, I think that's one of the biggest problems in this country as a whole, not just locally, but, you know, state level, nationally. Those people that have been there forever, they're not working for anybody but themselves. All right, folks, that's all I got for today. I know this one's been a little bit shorter, but like I said, my job isn't to sit here and talk your ear off and ramble on, ran, ramble on endlessly. You can tell it's been a long week, right? So, you know, I guess if you guys want to uh, you know, maybe write a letter out to to Judge Milliron and let him know how much you appreciate him, you know, keeping keeping Mr. McMaster's off the uh, having to register as a uh, sexually violent predator, which he is, Write him a letter. Let him know. I'm sure he'd love to hear from the community. And just kidding. He probably doesn't give a shit what you think. But, uh, you know, never hurts to let him know. So, like I said, I was hoping I'd get a little bit more content for this week, but it didn't work out. So, might be a little bit longer next week, depending on what all I get into. So, we'll see what happens. Um, hope you guys had a good holiday. Uh, Hopefully nobody got hurt too bad on Black Friday because I know that uh, that can be a dangerous holiday sometimes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's all I got. So until next time, in memory of Jay Stark, live free or effing die. <laughs>